0: Welcome wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by fans for fans. And we appreciate you joining us for episode twenty-five. I'm your host, representing the old school wrestling fan, and your favorite barber, Tim Gilbert.
1: And I'm your host, the Architect of Pro Wrestling Podcast, Andy. And I'm also your host, the new wrestling Andy fan, Jeremy.
0: Okay, awesome guys. Today we are going to be talking about Edge making a WrestleMania challenge, Brock and Roman's contract signing, our AEW Dynamite review, and more. But first, before we do that, please guys, head on over to YouTube where you can find all of our episodes we've been posting, and there's now a video accompaniment with that. Uh, don't and please press the like and subscribe button if you uh, if you so see fit. Uh, please go to Spotify and give us a good review, and iTunes as well. We're on there. For merch, go to pre. Let's try that again. For merch, go to dot com backslash the pw fan to get a uh, pocket logo shirt. So yeah, that that gets all the uh, shameless self promotion out of the way. <laughs> Andy, uh, why don't you start the show for us, man? We got a good one planned for today.
2: All righty, um. Well, actually, as you were doing the intro, something popped in my head that I didn't uh, write down to talk about, but, uh, because it it was something brand new. So, yeah, let's talk about that announcement that uh, we might have Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon at WrestleMania.
0: What about, oh, Pat McAfee?
2: Yeah, Pat McAfee. (laughs)
0: Pat McAfee. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, um... Is this still just a rumor, guys? Does it sound like it's pretty set in stone that they want to do a it Vince McMahon match?
1: Better be a rumor. Like, who who thought this was a good idea? And also, why is Vince even wrestling in the first place?
2: Well, maybe, maybe, because wasn't there plans for Shane McMahon to be at WrestleMania? Maybe they were like, we yeah. need McMahon to fight Pat Still, <laughs> right. Vince is going to do it.
1: Yeah, can't, can't replace him with another wrestler. have to be another McMahon.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Maybe maybe yeah. that was the plan, I'm not
2: sure. Um it's kind of crazy though. Uh, uh I never very... thought you'd see when was his last match, Tim? You would know. It was probably out a mania. Was it Bret Hart?
0: I mean I'm this a...
1: one was wasn't it CM Punk?
0: Did he was that a match? Did they do a match? The Brett one was around that same time. Didn't
1: he do one like on Raw? Oh god.
0: One of our listeners tweet at us, send us a clip or date or something of Vince's last match. That'd be great. Either way, that last match
2: or that whatever he had, was, he probably shouldn't have had anyway. And now they want him to, <laughs> yeah. to be on this card. Like God, dude. <laughs> it's just, I thought it was a. Joke was he at like seventy eight right now? Um, I mean, I can look it up. Someone's eighty. Yeah, he's he's definitely late seventies. Mm -hmm. Um, so we, well, we know that, so it got announced, um, whatever days, day of the week, Pat, Pat's like, uh, YouTube show is on. Vince is going to be the guest. I think it's Thursday coming up Thursday at noon or something. Yeah. Maybe it's not Thursday, but sometime this coming week. And maybe that will be, uh, kind of where that kicks off. Maybe he freaks out like Adam Cole did. I I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It'd be weird though because I mean Vince is his boss, so <laughs> to say something yeah. to your boss to piss him off would be weird. I would feel he's just calm. like how he's like Vince. Product just stale as shit. And Vince <laughs> just <laughs> like freaks out or something. When or does like, that like air? AEW better. Yeah, be like I mean, um, like I said, it's uh, it's it's noon. Um, I sent it in the group chat, so if you guys wanted to check, yeah, yeah I um, afterwards that. or something, um. Yeah, so you can stream. I mean, it all gets uploaded even if you miss it, like when it airs originally. So, but uh, yeah, I'll definitely be looking uh, into watching that and see uh, what they talk about because it's rare nowadays that Vince does interviews. Uh, Yeah. So that should be good. But moving on to our actual shows, unless there's anything, you know, outside show related that you guys heard this week.
1: Still haven't heard anything about Cody, so. Yeah, yeah, it's, like it's kind of weird. Yeah, I still. I heard. heard well, anything. the other one, other thing I I would say is that Tony Khan's been teasing that this big announcement. Uh, he what he said is different, not a signing or anything. So That's what he I heard. Bought. Yeah,
2: it's not going to be a signing. It's it's something though. But
1: yeah, so people are thinking maybe it's like either he bought Ring of Honor or it's like some streaming thing, and then like Cody could be the head of Ring of Honor. Like I don't know, but that seems kind of crazy to me, but. Uh, I don't, he has the money.
2: This actually has been on my mind recently. Do you think that AW will eventually do like a brand split? I mean, they keep they have so many wrestlers, guys. They do. And I think yeah. me and Tim have talked about this before. Like they could do it. You know, make Rampage an actual like two hour show, not uh, pre taped. And I know maybe yeah. maybe eventually they'll get there. Yeah, the problem I, with
1: I I like The problem with Rampage is that they don't want to go against SmackDown at all. Because if you mm-hmm. make it a two hour at ten o'clock, then it's going to midnight. Yeah. Like no one's gonna watch that.
2: Right. Yeah, I don't know. I just there's too so many top guys there. I feel like they need another top championship. <laughs> like no You know what I'm saying? The Galaxy championship or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> but Okay. Yeah, let's get into Raw though, guys, this week. Um Yeah, I watched couple it things to talk all about. the way through, um, man. You know, we uh, all mean, Not all of it was great, but there no. were some <laughs> things worth talking about. Um, I you know what
0: though, for both WWE, I actually enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, I mean, there was a, I think I have a lot more written down this week than like I might typically have for um, WWE shows. But, yeah, so the show opened up with uh, Brock Lesnar. He comes out in like a, it's almost like a Christmassy sweater in a way. Like, <laughs> something. Uh, and his cowboy hat. Uh, he opens the show. Um, Paul Heyman eventually comes out and, you know, he tells Brock where Brock is going to end up being on March 5th. You know, saying that Brock has to defend uh, his championship March 5th at MSG. which, I don't know if you guys have read the matches for it, but it's it's a pretty big show wherever they're doing. I feel like it's one of those mini pay per views. I don't know if they're doing it on like I don't know what day of the week March 5th is, but oh no, it's a it's Friday. A Saturday. It's it's Saturday. A, no, no, it's a Saturday. Yeah, so it's kind of like a mini pay per view or something that I'm sure Peacock's going to air. It's unless, a, unless it's, a, it's a house the night,
1: show. The night before Revolution too, mm-hmm. for AEW.
2: Okay. Well, I mean. No, if it ends at ten, I was gonna say they might be able to take eyes off of Rampage or something. But if it ends at ten, you know it'll be fine. But it it looks like it's gonna be a big show. So yeah, Brock is supposed to uh, defend his title against Bobby Lashley, but who knows if that'll actually happen? If he'll get cleared or I'm, I don't, I mean, I, we know he was actually like hurt in some way, right? That's why they took him out the match. But if he doesn't, I mean, who knows who he's gonna end up wrestling? But Paul says he'll he'll still have Brock's back um and make sure it's a title match worthy of MSG even if Bobby doesn't pass the concussion protocol. And then Brock comes back with news flash Paul. Brock Lesnar is doing just fine without Paul Heyman. That was Which good. I think we can all agree. Uh Brock without Paul Heyman is one of my favorite Brocks right now, you know. Definitely. Um so then Brock Decides to tell Paul Heyman where Paul is going to be Friday night. Since Paul just had to tell Brock, you know, where Brock was going to be. Brock says he'll be at SmackDown with Paul and Roman. Which we'll eventually get to when we get to SmackDown. But, um, yeah, they've been having Brock open up the shows a lot recently. Or be involved in some of the segment. But I'm enjoying it. Um, You know, they're building this uh, WrestleMania match between... Uh, Brock and Roman as the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. They just kept pushing it this week. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's pretty big, but like, um, I think okay. Well, we'll get to it on SmackDown because that's when they actually were really like cramming it down your throats. Um, at the at the uh final segment. Yeah, that's show, when
1: but, Heyman was cutting that promo. Right. It's like, yeah, it's bigger than. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. So we'll get to that. Um. Yeah. Any thoughts on you know? Brock segment or anything or I think I think these segments kind of uh, start the show pretty well and you know you hope that it's just up from there
1: yeah I mean I really like this feud I mean it's one of the few feuds I think that are really interesting for WWE right now and especially since they have built it built pay-per-views around just this one feud like it better be good and it is <laughs> it's like and Brock being Brock is the best thing ever on TV right now
2: Well, it's funny, like, you asked me years ago about Brock and Roman feud. I'd say it's the worst stuff on the WWE (laughs) television. And now I'm like, it's my favorite part.
1: Yeah. Wild.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, I was literally thinking, because I watched uh, today, I was uh, with my daughter all day while my wife was out doing uh, her thing. And I was like, okay, while she's we have like a kitchenette on the ground that she keeps really busy with. So I was like, well, she's doing that. I'm going to try to catch up on some of these shows. So I watched raw and SmackDown. So it's both like super fresh in my mind. And uh, yeah, I, I have to say like for both shows, like Brock is one of my favorite parts of the show. Clearly. I don't know if you're watching on the video version, you can see behind me, uh, I'm kind of into collecting the, wrestling action figure stuff yeah it's like a lot (laughs) and uh one only they
2: could see your case
0: yeah right yeah well i'll change my view one day i have a like a glass case with a bunch (laughs) of shelves too of like
2: yeah just just every episode pivot every episode just pivot a little bit more but for that eventually
0: you'll get the whole but for that case i have it by eras like the top shelf is like 80s 90s then it's Attitude Era, then it's Ruthless Aggression, and the bottom's, like, 2015 to, like, current stuff. And I was like, man, I need a farmer ponytail Brock for the bottom shelf, like, 100%. And Yeah, he's awesome, man. I love it. Like, I think of him as, like, a completely different character almost than how he was before. He's, like, I love it. And then also Roman is just so sick again video format i got like the roman track jacket that they like cheaply made i noticed he has a different one already i was like oh i'm not getting that one cuz this is like way overpriced for like one dude
2: patch. i i was going to bring this up
0: i was going to bring this up i was actually looking
2: for it when he was wearing it his is patched on too oh yeah the it one he like was wearing it on the ring was patched it was patched look like it shit. looks just like
0: yours this was 50 dollars <laughs> off wwe shop yeah. and i'm a sucker i'm a sucker man but they didn't I even had, give him a good one. Then, like you got they these throwback like... Triple H shirts. Oh, so sick! Like their old merch is so awesome. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> oh, well. Speaking <laughs> on real quick about what you were
2: talking, you're like, I need a farmer Brock. Dude, they're, farmer uh, Brock just the, announced they were having case. a. a
0: bro-
2: <laughs> they're having a. It'll be out soon because I announced a bunch of fun- Funkos recently, but there's a Brock in his jeans and cowboy boots with his belt-buckled black tank top and is a Viking <laughs> are of Are you getting perfect. that? Yeah, I'm trying to get it. Oh, yeah. I think sure. so. They also have a Roman head-of-the-table one with the golden glove coming out. So Andy, where is
0: our Eddie Guerrero's? We, we ordered Eddie Guerrero's so long ago. Where are they? Distribution problem still. I don't know if I ever
2: ordered them. Oh, <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know
0: if I ever ordered it. You just forgot. I got Any... I got
2: the Stone Cold's for us, but yeah. not that. Anyway, um, keep her moving. So coming up in the show, I thought, yeah, it's coming up in the show. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so Tommaso Ciampa has been feeding with Dolph Ziggler um, since Dolph had come down to NXT and they actually had a match this, this Tuesday. Um, the winner, uh, was going to become the number one contender to face Braun Breaker for the NXT title. But this week, Tommaso Ciampa was on Raw and had a tag match against the Dirty Dogs and his partner was Finn Balor. Uh, it was actually a really good match. Uh, Ciampa, but Ciampa and Balor were really good at, you know, um, Dairy Dogs are kind of a solid tag team, even though they lose majority of the time. But uh, <laughs> I did notice that they made Ciampa dye his beard again for a little bit. It wasn't dyed anymore, and now he, <laughs> so he was on Raw this. TV. They're like, you gotta dye it. So, uh, it but I thought it was a really matter. good showing for Ciampa. You know, whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. Only into Vince.
2: Well, I mean, speaking of this Ciampa stuff, though, I sent you, Jeremy, something. So, talking about the Ciampa and, and Dolph stuff, Dolph ended up beating Ciampa, and Dolph is going to face Braun Breaker. Um, Bobby Roode showed up dressed as a cameraman, hit Ciampa with the camera during NXT, and uh, Ciampa lost. But there's a video out there, I guess it it was filmed after um, NXT went off the air. And, did I send it to you, Jeremy? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
1: yeah. It was he, like, he was he kind was of, like kind of it goodbye. sounded like he
2: was yeah it sounded like he was saying goodbye. Um, so I'm not not to sure NXT, if he not to WWE yeah itself. yeah yeah exactly. You know he was he was saying he loves this place and all that it was. It definitely came across that he was leaving. So we'll just have to wait and see for that. But yeah, I thought it was a good match. Tommaso um being on the main roster. I think I read that they're going to start doing that a lot more like cross branding with nxt bringing some of those people up so i'm sure you'll see someone like braun breaker up there soon or something he's been kind of getting fast tracked (laughs) uh to the top just a little bit yeah i think
1: it's gonna be kind of cool to do that because they're kind of similar shows now kind of how nxt 2.0 is compared to raw and
2: smackdown yeah it's they're yeah they're trying to blend it somehow yeah um Yeah, okay, so moving on, we had a Miz TV segment where the Mysterios are the guests. And what we're getting to at Mania this year is the Miz with a tag team partner against Dominique and uh, Ray. And Miz announces his WrestleMania partner against the Mysterios. He says, uh, you know, he throws in some hints saying it's someone that's dashing, which is a little, you know, throw to Cody Rhodes, I guess. I believe. I mean, I wasn't. I yeah. wasn't watching during that era. I, I like stopped. So was yeah. Was there like a dashing Cody Rhodes thing yeah, around it was a that dashing time? Dashing Cody
1: Rhodes, and then he broke his what nose or something. He wore a mask, and then he changed. Was
2: that the paper? Is that what the paper bag thing started? Yeah. Do you it's want a like receipt that, yeah. with your paper,
0: paper
2: your paper bag? Your oh. paper bag. Um. So Miss, you know, is kind of trolling everyone, and then. He announces his tag team partner for WrestleMania is Logan Paul.
1: I hate this so much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Logan Paul comes out and they attack the Mysterios. You know, Logan's getting a lot of heat. Um, Just I, why? Why do they always have to add a celebrity to media in some way? Last year was like Bad Bunny. Uh, this year, it's Logan Paul and maybe possibly Johnny Knoxville. I don't know. We'll have to see what's going it, on with that.
1: If they do the intercontinental, intercontinental match for with Johnny Knoxville, that's... Oh, my God. Yeah. That's like a total disrespect to him. So... Uh, was
2: awful. Yeah. What do you guys think of Logan Paul com- coming in?
0: Freaking hate terrible, him. dude. Terrible. <laughs> I, I uh, couldn't he believe sums it. Up. <laughs> Yeah. And, I mean, we already had, like you said, you already got the Johnny Knoxville thing. And then, now you're going to have Pat McAfee and Vince. And then, I'm like, dude, what? too many celebrity things going on. Like, way too many. And then, Bad Bunny's there. This is the thing.
2: Pat McAfee can go.
0: He can. Yeah, but, like.
2: Pat McAfee can go.
0: There's just too much. I mean, I respect Pat McAfee. Probably better point, than Logan Paul. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, um, yeah, that looks like we're in for that. Hopefully, it's just on the first night early on. Yeah, maybe um. just make
1: WrestleMania one night <laughs> if they're going to keep doing this If <laughs> a two-night two thing.
2: Dude, just have a night where it's like these kind of matches and yeah. have a
1: night of bangers. That'd be awesome. Yeah.
2: Um, all right. So, after that, somewhere down the show, um, Damian Priest, I, th- I think he had a match, or maybe he just came out. Either way. Dan priest is in the ring, and he challenges someone in the back uh that is of championship caliber for his United States championship and I think I think that he's saying you know for next week he's expecting an answer or someone but then Finn Balor comes out, and I was hyped for this. I was like, oh, back in some kind of you know title picture, and Balor says sounds like you're talking about me and so he's accepting priest's challenge. Priest has had the title for a long time. I hope Balor either can walk. I mean, I don't know when this match is taking place, but if it takes place before Mania, I hope he's able to walk into, um, WrestleMania as the United States champion. And I don't think he's ever been the United States champion. Now that I think about it, I know he's been intercontinental and universal, obviously, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think he's been that. So I'm kind of getting bored with Damian Priest, to be honest. Um, yeah, and I was talking to my buddy he feels the same way he does not like him anymore so yeah. uh, I like you to know, leave
1: him for like a pay-per-view that was it yeah
2: so I think yeah I think this was Balor's first uh night back after a while I think he was like because he wasn't at the Rumble he hadn't been on TV for a while I think he was like taking leave or something but
1: yeah he was in he, like what Ireland or something
2: yeah like, and yeah, I, I'm not sure he's somewhere um <laughs> But yeah, so I'm I'm actually kind of excited for this. Uh, what about you guys?
0: Yeah, I like it makes,
1: that Finn wins because it's kind of be nice to see him with a title again.
0: Yeah, I, I'd like to see Finn win. I'd really like to see Finn do more. I think he's one of those guys that, for the past five or six years, he's been a mainstay and he's put on excellent matches time and time again and. He's been one of my favorites since he became, since he started in NXT. And then I went back and I got really into the Bullet Club stuff. And yeah, I just really like Finn a lot. So yeah, and I like Damian Priest too. I just want to see Finn do a little bit more. Yeah.
2: It's like they brought him back from NXT and right away threw him with Roman. And then after that, it's like flopped. Right. They're like, all right, we gave you something, but uh, that's about it. Um, so, yeah, fi- I, let's get to the final thing overall, which um, I really liked. It, even though it wasn't the main event, it was right before it. Um, Edge comes out, uh, and he's on the mic. He's sitting on a chair and he's saying, you know, he needs a match for Mania, and he's throwing a lot of hints. Uh, saying stuff about smoke and mirrors, which I think is a Cody thing as well. Am I right? Definitely.
1: I think, but didn't he say something?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He says something about that. He drops. He's like, "I will uh, make you phenomenal." So he drops an AJ hint as well. Uh, good promo. Um, I think I read that he's going to come out tomorrow night and you know try to get an answer from someone. I'm really hoping it's uh, AJ. I know both guys. I've read both guys want that match. And I think, uh, you know, the hardcore wrestling fans, I think, really want that match, too. Uh, Because Edge can still go. I mean, Edge can still go. He's only a little bit older, I think, than AJ. They might be around this. And it's a show stealer. That would, like... Wrestling wise, that would steal the entire WrestleMania show. So or it should. Yeah. It, yeah, it should. Um But if they did wanna if Cody Rhodes is going and they did want to put him on the card, I would kind of be fine with that too.
1: Yeah, it's either AJ or Cody for me. Anyone else, yeah. I don't wanna see it.
2: Yeah. They're like, nah, we're gonna get you Stevo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so, yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd be hyped for either one of those guys. I'm kind of, I want AJ more, though. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to see. I think, cause, God, I think this week they said we're six weeks away. Right?
1: It is the beginning of April, right? Like I Yeah, March.
0: it's yeah. crazy. I was just looking at yeah, the it's countdown. Fine. It's like, what did it say? Like, yeah, like, I think you're right, like six weeks.
2: See, they usually have a pay per view right, like in between the rumble and that. It's just the chamber came earlier than one. Of yeah, the it's usually no way
0: between out between or the, the chamber. Pay-per-view. It's normally yeah. no way out of the chamber, so I don't yeah. know what it is now.
2: Well, they did the chamber. It's just it was so quickly after the rumble. Instead of waiting like an actual like three weeks to a month, they did it like
1: yeah.
2: pr- pretty close. Um, it so now be... the time in between chamber and that is like a lot more
0: i would say though i'm just saying from like i I guess me being like a wrestling nerd like what if you instead of doing another pay-per-view for the next however long and hopefully this is what they do maybe this is what they're doing but make it like really invest in the mania like make those storylines like all right so when these matches finally happen you're like all right let's freaking go you know like I'm ready to see it. Like, you have enough time because if you do another pay-per-view, you're going to build up to one more show. To really
2: build this stuff up. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. let's make these matches. Like, And I, I really hope this is what they're – it sounds like it's what they're doing. But I think it'll be sick if you, like mm-hmm. – Like, I'm already hyped for Brock and Roman. Like, you're saying, like, a couple of years ago I would have been like <clears> – <throat> But I'm like, yo, this year it's something's different about it. It's like Roman's on a different level now. He's, like, so freaking good, mm-hmm. and Brock is a new Brock altogether, so this show's going to be, I think if they do it right, I'm. there's a lot of celebrity stuff that I'm like, ugh, but if they get the other stuff, like, really, really, like, get that stuff built up, it'll be awesome.
2: Yeah, I'm just, uh... Like you said, like I feel like in the past, some some matches have been built like really well, and then others are like almost seem like last minute. But they have so much time to build every single match? That's
0: what I'm saying. Let's and make really it, like, an excuse right now. Let's go. Yeah. You know, like, let's go go all out. And you have Big two Mania nights. You have two so nights of sick. wrestling. Like you, it, dude. All right. So <sighs> if you get well, if, if you give me AJ and Edge, Brock and Roman. Cody versus somebody, like that's already like some fire. Like I'm, I'm ready. I'm like, dude, all right, this show is gonna be hype. I'm, I'm in. We
2: got Owens in Austin. I Owens in like, Austin. End up being good.
0: If that dude, like I'm saying, like Mania could be crazy this year. Fingers crossed. Fingers. Come crossed. on, don't let us down. You're on the right
2: track. Doing.
0: We got we got
2: 6 weeks. We got 6 weeks. Um so but that that wrapped up Brawl. Let's get into Dynamite guys. There was a lot that happened um this week in Dynamite. Yo, Dynamite was starting with the opening contest was a yeah. yeah. Opening contest was a tag team battle royal, which I actually really enjoyed. Um
0: I like the with end. It, with
2: these even if one guy gets eliminated. Yeah. When one guy gets eliminated with these matches, basically the entire team right has to be eliminated, You're not just one guy out and the whole team's out. So, which yeah. that helped narrow down to the final guys. It was one from like a bunch of each of the teams. Um, but so your winners in the end were Red Dragon. Uh, it came down to Kyle O'Reilly, Matt Jackson, and John Silver, aka Johnny Hunky. Um, was, and Matt awesome. Jackson is up against the rope. Yeah, Matt Jackson was up against the ropes with John Silver and, uh, you know, Red Dragon was kind of having a pact throughout the match-ish with uh, the Bucks. But Matt Jackson and John Silver up against the ropes and Kyle comes up from behind them and uh, eliminates both of them. Afterwards, the Bucks get uh, in Red Dragon's face and then Adam Page comes out to get um, some, some revenge from the other week. Uh, he takes out Red Dragon, then Adam Cole comes out, but he gets taken out. Uh, and then saved by Red Dragon, John Silver takes out Adam and Red Dragon, um, throws Kyle O'Reilly back in the ring, and Kyle gets a buckshot lariat to him from Adam Page. Uh, Adam Page gets on the mic. He says, "Story time with Adam Page, baby." Baby. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what exactly he talked about, but. One thing I noticed this entire time, there was no help from the Bucks. While ever, while Adam Cole and Red Dragon getting their ass whooped. Uh, do you guys remember what Adam was saying on the mic? Um,
1: yeah, he just said he was just kind of telling the story of like how he's the better Adam, and that okay, basically from the where they came from to now, and like he's not gonna mm-hmm. lose it. Revolution. He's like, you'll always be. Yeah, down I, know, as the I, other I know he Adam. said
2: something about. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what Cole had said to him last week. I think. Um, I know. I know. Page didn't mention something about um, Adam leaving and then coming back once he wasn't happy with the place he was at, which was NXT or whatever. Or once he saw the writing on the wall, you know, he yeah. he's, he's like came crawling back to to his friends. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this match of Revolution. The the card is f- amping up to be really good. Uh, as you've watched these shows, they just keep uh, adding it's matches crazy to already. It. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Um, I'm excited for it. But I thought it was a good opener for the show. Um, but next week, so this is this battle royal was supposed to lead to a three way tag team title match at uh, Revolution, I believe. And I think next week they're having a casino battle royale for to find out who the third team is going to be. So right, right now we got Jurassic Express and Red Dragon. Um, so yeah, who do you who do you guys want, or who do you guys think might end up, you know, being a part of that based on who they've been pushing and whatnot?
1: I really want Santana and Ortiz right now because I mm-hmm. feel like they're they have a lot of momentum and they're pretty hot right now. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't see anyone else. Like, you already have a heel tag team, and you have Jurassic Express mm-hmm. as the champions. So then you kind of need someone to balance it out.
2: Could you do Sting and Darby Allin?
1: Could. I don't know. Yeah, that's They're not either. really I huge
2: always... baby faces. They're kind of, like, neutral. Like... Yeah. So it, 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 it actually would kind of work out that way, but... Or... Oh, wait, never mind. It's not going to happen because of... Uh... I was gonna say Mox and Danielson, but they're having a match at yeah. Revolution already.
0: What about? Which, whew, am I I'm forgetting excited. what? What's FTR doing?
2: They they're gonna be in it too. They could do it as well. I'm yeah, they were gonna, in this. I'm, al- in I'm always realm. gonna
1: be an FTR guy. This one. So.
2: <laughs> Forever. Um, or they actually be might be. Bible. They announced a, a trios match coming up at Revolution, actually. It's Sam... Or... Yeah, at Revolution. It's Sammy and Darby Allen,
0: Sammy war.
2: So, yeah. It's Sami, and Darby Allen, and Sting. And Sting versus Matt Hardy, Andrade, and Isaiah Cassidy.
1: That's right, yeah.
2: Okay. I was thinking maybe FTR was on the other side. So, yeah. FTR could uh, be added into it. Um... So that's that's next week. We'll uh, figure out who gets added to that. Moving on, though, we had uh, Brian Danielson backstage. Uh, he's talking about Daniel Garcia and his upcoming match with him, which was the it will end up being the main event of the show. Then we had my favorite part of the show, which was MJF is in the ring, dude, and phenomenal. It was amazing. It was at least uh, might be the best promo in modern wrestling day like history that I can think of. Um, he's talking about his past and he's talking about, you know, he he tried all these things, but he was good at football and he finally made the team when he was young and he thought he was going to have a bunch of friends and then um, and then one day the football team walks up to him starts throwing quarters at him and saying, Pick it up, Jew Boy. Um and this whole time MJF is like I mean I don't know how real it is, but he was like there were his eyes were watering. I don't know like It's a very
1: uh, good actor if it's not.
2: Yeah, if it's not it's a very good actor. Um the crowd's actually like giving him a lot of sympathy throughout this entire thing and like um he talks, yeah, at
1: first the crowd was like really not sure if they wanted to cheer him at all. Yeah. Like and they were very confused.
2: Um and he talks about so that day with the quarters, you know, he just thought about, well, I'm meeting my hero, CM Punk, tonight. And that, that had to do with the picture that CM Punk put up last week saying to him it was just another Friday. Um and then he talks about, you know, meeting his hero, it was great, and then Punk Left wrestling, um, basically, you know, quit on him. You know, Punk was his hero. So then AMJF pretty much became bitter and uh, said years went by and he saw a photo of Brian uh, Danielson and Punk together, I believe. And he tells himself he's going to become the best in the world, you know, if his hero isn't going to do anything. Um, Punk comes out the end. Looking very serious. Uh, again, great acting by him in this. Uh, and they're not on the mic, but you can see that Punk is asking him if what he said was true. And MJ said MJF says it is, and he's le and he leaves. And there's you know tears in the, on his face as well. Not crazy amount, just like one single tear coming down, which uh, I felt felt was you know good. I feel like too much crying would have been like kind of like almost like over the top you know um but yeah this it this was awesome guys and it actually made me made me gain sympathy for MJF and uh it'll be interesting now what their uh their match is going to be like oh and yeah talking about punk quitting you know he says like you can beat me down or whatever he's like but unlike you I'll never quit and That's what he says about his upcoming match. It was a great so. line. Yeah, give me your thoughts on this, guys. It was it was great.
1: Yeah, it was to me. This was the best, could probably the definitely the best promo of this year already, and it's only the second month into this year. But I feel like there's no one's going to beat that, and it's the fact that he's such a hated heel, and he's able to turn people within you know a matter of like what ten minutes it was it's just insane and also like the thing that i sent you guys i was like it's actually true what he actually posted on his facebook in 2015 that's think, right yeah about like the whole story And i was like what <laughs> like this is yeah crazy. it was a real
2: post on facebook like somewhat about it um yeah loosely i mean loosely about uh what he was talking about and yet yeah, i mean he re- this was before he was a pro wrestler like yeah you know 2015
1: that's so such It's amazing storytelling.
2: When you merge real life with, like, wrestling, you just get better promos, I feel like.
1: Yeah. And it was great that that Punk didn't, like, have Mike either. It was like he was just talking to him. Mm -hmm. It just made it feel more real.
0: How about you, Tim? Dude, I thought it was freaking awesome. Like, the whole... Like you said, Andy, like, when you combine real life... With wrestling, it makes it so much more believable. I'm sure, like, 90% of that story is probably true, if not all of it, which makes it even, like, more, like, you get invested in it. And then it's almost so weird. It was almost so strong of a promo that these guys might be going into the match both as kind of baby faces. You know what I mean? Or is the story going to be, like, Punk can finally finish him off and then, like, he feels, like, the sympathy for him. And then maybe MJF, like, does something heelish and, like, wins in the end. Or maybe, I don't know. But, dude, whatever they're going to do is going to be, like, these two guys. There's no two people. Like, we were saying last week, like, a dog collar match. or like, I don't know. And, obviously, Roddy Piper had his classic. And... But if there's two guys that are gonna do this, make it awesome, it's these two guys, and I'm looking forward to this match. And I thought that promo was amazing. I can't see anything in the next at least few years that's gonna be able to top the amount of emotion and realness that he put into that promo. That's like a the pipe bomb thing, but like in a different way where it was more of like a story, and because it was like almost like a true story. And maybe it wasn't all true story that people were like, whoa, like this is intense. And I'm sure they added in some of the parts where he's like, when punk quit, I needed to like, you know, like, I'm sure some of that is a little bit of like, you know what I mean? But a lot of that I'm sure is true, which makes it like really, I think
2: boring. a lot of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I agree. Um, so, what, we got, it's this coming weekend, right? This coming Sunday? Yeah, this
1: Sunday. This
2: A week from today, so.
1: Gonna be fire. Um, and and this all, feud's been like a six-month feud, almost. And doesn't feel like it at all.
2: Well, if y'all want to watch it together for a little yeah, bit of a... Um, so, just want to
0: let the, the guys, you know, or the guys, the guys and girls, whoever listens to this show, um, we... I've been doing this thing where for bigger shows, we've been getting on live and uh, you know, we might watch it together and uh, hopefully we can do something where we can maybe set up a camera or two and put something on either Twitter or Instagram or maybe post something. We'll keep it updated, but we'd like to be kind of interactive during this pay-per-view because this is going to be a good one. It's gonna be cool. Uh, Can't promise that everybody will be there. I know Andy and I will at least be there jeremy will probably pop in at some point if he can so it'll be it'll be fun we'll figure something out so look out for that yeah we'll just
2: have to figure it out because this this week for some reason it's going to be on a sunday which is obviously our day we record so maybe we can just record the next day guys we'll figure it out though or
0: maybe or maybe Um, we just do a pay-per-view special and you know what i mean and just do that make it as the pod yeah do it as the episode we'll figure it out yeah yeah
2: either way we'll do we'll do something um so um maybe tim can announce something or the way we're doing it once we actually do figure it out on uh, our social media
0: social media at the pw um, fan
2: so after that we had a backstage with 2.0 and daniel garcia and they're talking about their match with brian danielson Uh, or Dan Garcia's match with Brian Danielson later at the night. So Brian got to say his stuff earlier and now, um, they're saying their own. Then we had a match. It was Kings of the black throne versus pack and Penta Penta's looking like he, how he used to, you know, he's not jokered out. He's like in the all black with just the white face paint. Um,
1: that's an awesome entrance. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I, I think you were the one saying you're like, he might go back to like his old kind of character, which I, that's what it looks like he was doing.
1: Yeah. I think he's called uh Penta Oscaro now.
2: El scaro.
1: No, Os- Oscar or whatever it is. I can't okay. pronounce it. Right. <laughs> I, th-
2: I thought you were saying El scaro. I was like, Nero? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> that's the one that is, it means like uh dark, like Penta dark, basically.
2: Gotcha. Um, so I thought it was a good match. Um in the end, Penta or Malachi goes for the mist and uh Penta comes up behind him and covers his mouth when he goes for it. So the mist uh Malachi swallows it.
1: Oh, someone uh, figured it out.
2: Yeah. And uh I believe Penta rolls up Malachi Black and the winners were Penta and Peck. Afterwards Brody King attacks um attacks while Black is still struggling to, I guess, catch his breath or whatnot. Um, then Black recovers. He grabs a shovel and holds it to pent his throat, and the lights go black. And then the, when they come back on, Buddy Matthews is in the corner staring down uh, Malachi, who, you know, he's acting scared and because, uh, I guess, they're past and all that. I think they had just had a recent uh, match on the Indies together. Too. Um, and so, yeah, Ma- Malachi Black is acting like a coward towards him, but then they swerve you, and Buddy attacks Pac and Penta instead. Malachi starts laughing, um, and in the end, he grabs a chair, and, uh, tell- Malachi tells Buddy Matthews to stomp Penta's head into the chair. Um, so yeah, then the Broody King, Malachi Black and Buddy Matthews all stand at the ring holding their hands up. Buddy Matthews is all elite and it looks like he's a part of the House of Black. He had a really good I almost say this he had a really good reaction by the crowd. Um I always liked uh in WWE it was Buddy Murphy, but um Buddy Matthews in WWE uh Black and buddy had a bunch of really good matches together. They kind of overdid it, though. I don't think WWE knew how to book these guys. (laughs) They were just like, we need something for them. Just have them keep fighting. Pretty much, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah. Uh, AEW signs another ex WWE uh, superstar, and um, I think it's good for him that he got added to the House of Black instead of being lost in the shuffle with all these new guys coming, you know. Um. So yeah, what do you what do you think? Good fit for him. Good fit for AEW.
1: I think it's a perfect fit for him. Uh, it, just, it just seems the way like the way the AEW is works for him. And also, Buddy Matthews is like jacked now compared to like what he was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
2: dude. The dude is shredded.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. And being in the house of black, that I think that works for him too. Uh. He kind of doesn't look. He doesn't like. seem like he fits in. Just because how Brody King and Malachi look but I think they're gonna be great together I think they're also going to be introducing like a trio's title pretty soon Dude, they
2: need to because with all these groups they really yeah, do they
1: have, they have like so many trio tag teams right now
2: maybe that's what one of the announcements will be by Tony
0: he loves his yeah. announcements
1: yeah, it's like big announcement and also a rampage tonight I'm like, okay rampage
0: tonight I just fired a couple people
1: rampage don't forget <laughs>
0: I fired and signed people.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> the free agent, but he's also walking through the forbidden door. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, what are, what are your thoughts, Tim?
0: Um, no, dude. Like, I think okay. My only gripe, and I'm sorry, I just have to bring it up. The lights off, lights on thing is is overdone. Like, come on. Am I the only one? Guys. Every surprise, it's lights off. Like
2: it's like every literally every surprise. Malachi
1: Malachi does it so much. Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, and then Malachi's entrance has it. Like,
0: (laughs) that's an old ECW thing, and me being the old school guy, like I, I know that that's where it comes from. And Tony loves ECW, and that's cool. It just it seems like it's a lot, but anyway. Uh, I think it's cool that they signed him. I'm glad that he's involved in a faction because they have signed so many people. I do get slightly worried that they signed all these guys and then, you know, they're not going to know what to do with them all. But a faction's good because each character in that faction is going to play a role. And uh, at least he'll have some something to do for a while until they figure out what they're going to do with them next. And I can see buddy Matthews going after a TNT title. You know, I think he, there's definitely, you know, talent there that they could use. They just, man, they got a deep roster. I just worry sometimes that like you guys were saying in the beginning about my, maybe the, they have to do a bland, a bland, a bland, a bland, a bland <laughs> a brand split eventually just to, <laughs> Keep it so that everybody seems important. I don't know, man. It's tough Mm because the double-edged sword is we will also be the same guys to be like, oh, the brand split sucks. I hate the draft. You know, the type of fans we are and other people, like, they get the same way. And so I don't want to be like a hypocrite. But at the same time, it's like their roster is so stacked that it's like maybe it would be beneficial to split some of these guys up and then only have them face once a year, twice a year to keep something special, you know?
2: Um, yeah, just with buddy Matthews... Don't put him in a stupid storyline like they did. No, like in and love the, like with Rey Mysterio's
0: daughter. No, no, to circle all the <laughs> way back. You know, just circling all the way back. Like, because I know I went on a tangent. I think it's cool. I just think I'm glad that he was brought in in the way that he was in a part of a group. So that way, you know, again, you know, Jay Lethal. It's like, what are we doing here?
2: Super talented, never really doing anything with them. Right? Yeah. Um, All right, guys. We got to move on now. (laughs) No, no, all good. I'm just got a lot more to cover, and (laughs) yeah, no, no. Um, We'll just have to see where it goes. You know, it's you know, who knows if they're going to continue adding on to the House of Black. We know we got. uh, I think Swerve Strickland is getting signed, possibly. Who used formerly known as uh, Isaiah Sorb Scott? Uh, we know Jeff Hardy is coming in because that guy uh, ruined it and posted a line uh, interview that was just supposed to be intimate. And Jeff was just doing a favor, but after okay, so after the Buddy Matthews um, debut, we had a video package for Breaker and Thunder Rosa, and then we had. Um, I thought this was a really good uh, segment. The Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston face-to-face confrontation. Um, Eddie gets out there, and he's like, he doesn't know why they're doing this. He's not a sports entertainer. He says, this is a pro wrestling company, not a sports entertainment company. So he's kind of looking at Jericho like he's a sports entertainer instead of like a professional wrestler. Uh, But Chris is on the mic for a while. Uh, He says uh, that Eddie is jealous of Jericho and that Eddie is scared to make it to the top. Um, he really does a bunch of digs, and I can't tell if Eddie Kingston's acting or not. But he's there's some things that are said about his like his grandfather being a failure and his dad being a failure, and so Eddie's scared of being a failure. And Eddie, I can't tell if he's like actually getting pissed off because he keeps saying like Watch it, like you know." But Jericho's not backing down with the things he says. Um, so the match is made official between Eddie and him. Um, and Eddie says he doesn't want the mimosa match, Chris, or the falling off the cage, uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, he says a bunch of kind of Jerichos he wants, like the the one that turned WCW on their head um, was one of the examples. But he ends with he wants the Jericho that his close friend Levesque hated, which uh, we all know is Paul Levesque, a.k.a. Triple H. So I was I thought that was cool that it was it was thrown in there but um Eddie Kingston is so good like on the mic just because everything he says feels so real um I just I think it's awesome and I think he took this feud that we had been building for a little bit and was like all right all right this this face to face confrontation actually made me more excited for it than what they had been doing previously with it, so now now i'm in i'm in I'm sold on this I'm excited for and it and Jericho looks like he's he's shredded now somehow, yeah, he in comes like three weeks <laughs> in three weeks, Jericho has abs, he's out there <laughs> with just a leather jacket he's <laughs> he's in shape um
1: crazy <laughs> yeah,
2: but uh what do you guys think of this confrontation or the things that were said
1: yeah i Eddie Kingston is one of my f- favorite promos ever. I think, like I, I, I didn't hear him too much because he wasn't in the, on the indies before. But ever since he was an AW, it's he's like one of the best promos I think in wrestling since then. Yeah, but yeah, because he can talk you into any match, or any feud, and he will talk people into the building. And he's did this exactly here.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. Eddie Kingston just like you guys are saying, so real. Everything he says feels real. When he was I was latch, I was laughing because we talk about all the time the genius of Chris Jericho is that he kind of grabs onto whatever's popular and then sticks with that for a while and then Eddie Kingston even brought that up in the promo and was like, "I'm not a, a leech like you who just <laughs> who just clings on to whatever's hot or whatever." And I was like, "Damn." I was like, I can't believe you said that, but I'm <laughs> sure that was a little bit of a, you know, blurred. I even was like, ooh, and my wife was like, ooh, what's going on here? Even she was a
1: little curious.
0: Yeah. Um, well, Eddie was... Kingston seems to have a lot of strong
2: opinions about people in the back.
1: And he says them straight to the <laughs> Yeah, he'll
2: say them straight to a face or to an interviewer. Um, yeah, it was good. Really good price. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. this. is just another one of those matches that's getting added to um, to that pay per view yeah.
1: coming up. Yeah, that's, that's gonna be really good. Uh, I liked how when he started, and he was like, "I'm not." A, he can go down the road to because uh, they were in Connecticut. He's like, "You can go down." Oh the yeah, road they were right to,
2: by right by uh, the headquarters. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so after that, we had Ricky Starks versus. 10 of the Dark Order. Um, it was a face of the Revo- of Revolution qualifier match. Your winner was Ricky Starks. So I believe so far he is joining um, Keith Lee, right? Yeah. Um, Powerhouse Wonder. Hobbs and Wardlow. And then we'll get another qualifier on Rampage, um, which will be added yeah. to the match.
1: And I think there's one more on Dynamite. There's another
2: one uh, on Dynamite. I don't think there's another on Dynamite, but I think there is another one next next... week. Yeah. Yeah. There's one on Rampage um, for this week, and then there's going to be another one next week, I believe. Okay. Um, Okay, so we have Adam Cole and Red Dragon backstage. Um, The Young Bucks walk up and kind of, you know, they're pissed for what happened during the Tag Team Battle Royal. uh, Mad at the Red Dragon, even though... It's every man for himself, so I don't know what you expected. <laughs> one of y'all we're gonna, one of you teams we're gonna have to get out. Uh, and after the Bucks walk away, Adam tells Fish and O'Reilly that uh, they need to get along with the Bucks. This leads to uh, a TBS championship match: Jade Cargill versus the Bunny. Their winner was Jade Cargill. Jay gets on the mic, and you know people compare her rise to uh, Goldberg. You know she's got that undefeated streak, like. Twenty seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, uh, uh, and oh. She's like, then she's gonna be fifty and oh, and then she's gonna be that. I love. That's what Jay. she kind of does. Um I do too. Yeah. Um She's awesome now. Huh? So she first gets on the all... mic, she says, Who's next?
0: <laughs> no, I was gonna say first what of... I was now, I was gonna say first of all, she's hot. <laughs> secondly I was like she's she she is she's very she's uh she's really trying hard to you can tell that she wants it you know, and she's not there yet but mm-hmm. you can tell that she wants to i can just tell she wants to prove everybody that like that she's not this that that it's not a goldberg type situation like she's like i'm gonna be good at this and i'm gonna like you know what i mean i can just tell you can just feel it sometimes that somebody cares.
2: I, th- I think she could wrestle wrestle circles around Goldberg. Oh yeah, dude, like actually yeah. like technical she stuff. Was, she was she doing was a already. bunch of
0: she was doing a bunch of submission stuff in that match against the bunny. Where I was like, oh okay, yeah.
2: Well, if you guys noticed, her hair was green. I don't know if that's supposed to troll the people that keep calling her green, because she brings it up in oh in interviews. I, and I stuff. thought it was
1: because she said she's money.
2: Yeah, but she's like, yeah, I am green, like my money.
1: (laughs) She does all that shit, so.
2: Um, So, yeah, she asks who's next, and then Ty Conti comes out um, and goes right in the face of Jade, like, right away. Um, The bunny attacks uh, Ty Conti, but is taken out, and and then Jade takes out uh, Ty Conti. So, uh, I don't know if they announced it, but I'm sure we're going to end up getting... That match at Revolution, unless that card is yeah. just so full by now, but maybe... maybe They
1: need to add some women's matches to it. Well, do we yeah, have we
2: Thunder do. Rosa and Britt Baker on that card? Yeah. But I still think... I mean, what happened to the days when every title was on every pay-per-view? If you had a title, you it yeah. was getting defended, you know? Now there's so many titles out there. I mean, this is mainly towards WWE, but I still think... You know, there's only, what, five titles in in the AW? There's two men's, yeah. men's tag, and then two women.
0: Dude, when we talk about the... Just yeah, uh, put that on the card. Speaking of titles, I'm excited to talk about that Shinsuke... Uh, no, no, that, that was last week. But oh, God. when they... Dude, when he got like the, the leg broken or whatever, I was like, dang, that actually looks kind of brutal. When Sammy like busts his oh, cap yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Look,
2: looked good. Um. So, yeah, we'll have to see if, if Ty Conti versus Jade is added to the pay per view or not. Um, but afterwards, we had Keith Lee interview backstage, Starks and Hobbs walk up. Um, so, yeah, we got two members of Team Taz in this Face of the Revolution, the um, match. Um, <laughs> Stalks. <laughs> Tweaks and weebs. Um, and then... So, so Keith Lee says that, you know, he actually... For the people in the Face of the Revolution match, he actually knows Ricky Starks from beforehand. And, you know, Ricky comes up and talks a little bit about them knowing each other. Um, but he says... He tells Keith to stay in his lane. And then uh, when he walks away, Hobbs kind of gets in Keith's face. These are two two big boys that are... There's I mean there's three big guys in this in this coming match. You got Wardlow, Keith Lee, and Powerhouse Hobbs. Like god, dude. Usually you they have, have
1: like one or two big guys.
2: Yeah, no. This is like whew. It's it's going to be it's going to be, you know, a uh, battle of the monsters in here. Um so then our main event of Dynamite was Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia and the winner was Brian Danielson. This was the match was like 10 minutes long. It was really good. Um you know, all these guys come in and seem to want to really work with Daniel Garcia. And, you know, this match can kind of show you why he can go up, you know, and look still look good with people like Brian Danielson, who's one of the best wrestlers in the entire world.
0: Yeah, this match um, was
2: killer. Man. Danielson, though, afterwards gets on the mic. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was pretty technical if I remember, right? But it was also, like, really hard hitting as well. You know, Daniel- Danielson's whole thing was he wanted it to be, like, violent. Or he wanted these young guys to be violent, you know? Yeah.
1: Um. But afterwards... The
2: cool- oh, go on. Just a
1: quick thing on this uh, match. I, one of the cool things I saw on uh, social media was uh, this one fan was like, oh, I'm just, you know, you're just chilling watching Brian Danielson wrestle. And then he pans over and there's CM Punk watching the match, like, right by the stands. So it's like Punk... Mm obviously wants to see Daniel Garcia and also Brian Danielson, but it was just cool to see like punk just stand there, like arms crossed and just watching the match.
2: Like actually just watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Afterwards, Daniel gets on the mic only for like a second before 2.0 attacks. And then Moxley comes out to help and they clear the ring. Uh, um, Moxley gives Garcia a big paradigm shift and Mox gets on the mic and uh, or no,
1: Danielson. Danielson,
2: Danielson gets on the mic and, yeah. you know, re-says the whole thing that Moxley said about before he team with someone, he has to believe them first. Um, and he, I think he basically says he doesn't need like a special match or whatever to, you know, make someone yeah. bleed. So the match is set. Moxley versus Danielson at Revolution. The car just keeps getting better. You know don't remember forget remember we, okay so we got Adam Cole versus Adam Page. We got Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho. Uh MJF versus CM Punk. Um <laughs> Moxley versus Danielson. Yeah. Um
1: Thunder Rosa Thunder Rosa Britt versus Baker.
2: Britt Baker. We got the th- trios tag team match that uh we have two of the three teams already. The face of the revolution it's a ladder match, right?
1: Yeah, uh yeah, it's a ladder match. Yeah, because yeah, you gotta gra- you got to grab the brass ring.
2: Yeah. And uh, I think that the last winner of that, which it was announced, they talked about it on Rampage this week, but the last winner of that was Scorpio Sky. And he got yeah. that towel shot against Jericho way back when. But yeah, this pay-per-view is going to be awesome. Um,
1: Imagine if Cesaro comes in in that ladder match and grabs the brass ring.
2: Well, speaking of, yeah, Cesaro quietly exited uh, WWE this week.
1: Apparently AEW has not
2: reached out to him at all. Um he I've always thought, you know, and I think a lot of like you know, people that actually are like hardcore wrestling fans, Cesar is great. He just doesn't Vince never wanted to really push him. I still tell anyone, if you can go back and find his pay per view match against Roman Reigns, it was during the pandemic, yeah. it was amazing. It was so good, and it would have been believable, like if Cesaro had beaten them. Like that's how like they just they just went at each other. It was it was one of the favorite matches during that year. It was, I mean, especially for the pandemic. Like it might have been one of the best matches during the entire pandemic. Yeah, it was great. But so that wraps up Dynamite. Um, there's a couple of things on SmackDown I wanted to talk about. If you guys want to roll through that really quickly.
1: I guess if you want to talk about Johnny Knoxville.
2: So. Yep, that's what I'm opening with. Sami Zayn's title <laughs> celebration. Yeah, let's open
1: up with the meat um, of the show. <laughs> yeah,
0: there, <laughs>
2: there was a Sami Zayn Intercontinental title celebration. Sami's in the ring, and he pretty much uh puts out there an open challenge. And uh Johnny Knoxville's Jackass music hits and he comes out and he accepts Sammy's open challenge and Not that the challenge happened this week But Sammy destroys Johnny Knoxville In the ring As he should um, Do you guys think this is going to get to a Wrestlemania match?
0: That's what I'm saying I'm like too much celebrity 100%. 100% That's
2: what I'm saying You don't need more than one You don't need more than one celebrity yeah.
0: like, God damn, power You have all the celebrities
2: It's terrible <laughs> Same as Zane's like I'll re-sign with y'all What do you got Cooking for me
0: Well You're Right more Hear me out Actually now you, It would be more Johnny like Johnny Knoxville Now it would be more like
2: God damn it.
0: Yeah we got some celebrities
2: <laughs> god <laughs> Just like Look guys We're not building stars So just bring in celebrities
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Teach them how to wrestle In two weeks and Teach come them how to wrestle <laughs>
2: Teach the wrestlers how to
1: wrestle.
2: (laughs) So, that's all I want to say about Sam and John Knoxville. I don't want to get into it because it's just so. uh, I thought it was over with. I thought their thing was over with. He got in the rumble. Yada yada yada. No, looks like uh, they're they're building more. I don't even know if Jackass is still in theaters anymore. I mean, I saw it opening night, but it might. But it's at the end of its run. Yeah, it's definitely so, at that. <laughs> so it won't even be in theaters anymore by the time Mania hits.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. All right, moving on. Um. Sasha Banks had a match against, uh, I believe it was Shotzi Blackheart, and she won. Naomi was on commentary, and it just felt super random, but she gets in the room with Sasha Banks and announces that they're a team, and they're going for the women's tag team titles. So, I don't know if this is a thing of... Well, Sasha, Sasha's a star, but we don't know what to do with her.
1: That was so random.
2: Like, hey, don't you remember when you paired her with Bailey for the tag team titles and she left right after Mania for, like, yeah. months? Because she was so upset.
1: Yeah, it's like, you know what, let's do it again, but with someone else. Yeah, God.
2: So, that's apparently a thing. And then, and then right after this, she said, we're next for the tag team titles. It goes backstage and the interviewer girls or lady, I don't i don't know her name. I don't think I'd seen it before. She goes, she goes, I'm not sure what they meant by being next for the tag titles. As in like, does this lady not know that there's a women's tag titles out there? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, these, <laughs> like, what is she's like, these girls can't wrestle the guys. There's only tag titles for them. Like. She was just like, I'm not sure titles. what they meant by being next in line for the tag team championships. <laughs> like, all right. Uh, but the main event of the show was Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns' contract signing.
0: Bork Laser. And,
2: uh, there's some good stuff being... Bork Laser. Um, there's some good stuff being said um, and this is when they're hyping up that it's the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. And Heyman says, it's Bigger than Hogan and Andre the Giant, it's bigger than food. St- yeah, it's bigger than Stone Cold and The Rock. I'm um, surprised he didn't say The Rock versus Cena. You know, yeah. it's like, hey, dude, we've had this main event before. It just <laughs> yeah. wasn't title versus title. We've had it a couple, a couple times. times. Yeah. yeah. So um, the only reason why it's big main events because now he's the Tribal Chief. And it's title versus title, I guess. It's
0: Um, always the biggest main event. But
2: you got got Roman calling Brock a farm boy again. (laughs) Um, You know, he says that this cameraman is mine. This ring is mine. The people are mine. WrestleMania is mine. You know.
0: This is my yard now.
2: (laughs) It reminded me of like Anchorman where Brick is like, I love Lamp. (laughs) And he's just pointing at things and saying, I love it. I love Lamb. Roman's is out there pointing. He said, the commentators. He said, the commentators are mine. I
1: was just like, yeah. "Sorry, like, right. Oh, so you own people <laughs> you own people now. I was just like,
2: all righty. Um, <laughs> in the end, uh, oh, yeah, and then he ends with the security in the ring are mine, and they all surround Brock, and there's like eight of them. <laughs> and yeah, Brock just. I was just, like, let's go. Brock just takes them all out, takes out eight security guards. That's right. Uh, Like they were nothing. As he should. And, uh, you know, crowd was there for it. You know, it's fun to see Brock Lesnar destroy people. Um, But, yeah, I guess the contract, I think it got signed with all that chaos going on (laughs) beforehand. But the match was now official. It's Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Title versus title. The second night of WrestleMania. Which is... The real WrestleMania event, main event, (laughs) not WrestleMania event, but main main event is the final, final day of WrestleMania. Um, So Roman is in there for the second year in a row as the main event. Last year was Edge, Daniel, Brian Danielson, or Daniel Bryan, and uh, Roman, when he stacked them,
1: as he says. (laughs)
2: smashed them, stacked, stacked
1: them. Um, they, have, they can have Brock do that every week until WrestleMania. i will be happy with that.
2: <laughs> they could have him what?
1: They can just ha- have him come out and destroy people every week until WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, That's sure. I'm in. Oh, I'm down for it. <laughs> um, that wrapped up SmackDown. I just wanted to talk about a few things on Rampage this week. Um, The opening match was Sammy Guevara versus Andrade for the TNT Championship. Man, Andrade stays on Rampage Seems when it comes to match. Only one. wrestles on Rampage. <laughs> only, rest- <laughs> <laughs> only wrestles on Rampage. Um, it, it was a good match. Uh, Andrade's one of those guys where he came in before everyone was coming in, and they really haven't figured out what to do with him.
1: Yeah, it's weird.
2: Because he's really, I mean, God, he, his matches in NXT were so good. Especially like him versus like Malachi Black, but we yeah. didn't get that match. You know, in AEW, we got them random team up at one point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the winner was Sammy Guevara. Jamie Guevara. Uh, uh,
0: Guevara. Matt Hardy attacks
2: Sammy. At- Matt Hardy attacks Sammy afterwards, <laughs> and then Darby and Sting come out to help, and uh, they take out Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy. So this is what we sets up. What we were talking about earlier, which was um, the trio's tag team match at Revolution. It's Matt, Isaiah Cassidy, and Andrade versus Sammy Guevara, Matt, uh, Sami Guevara, Darby, and Sting. Which I mean, I guess you got to put the TNT champion somewhere on there. You can't find him his own part or zone guy to wrestle against. Can't build the foo for that, but.
1: You know, put him put him on there. Oh, Sting's got to Sting's like, got to be on pay
2: per view. So you got to put him somewhere on there
1: too. Yeah, yeah. I just can't wait till Matt Hardy's done with this stuff, and then Jeff gets there. Yeah, just have so a, the, just, the. It's March sixth is the pay per view, and so what? March 9th is when it's up. For he his, Jeff.
2: Jeff technically could, I think. So March sixth, but does it if his ninety day ends the ninth? Does that mean he can't show up until the tenth?
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't so, know if So
2: that's... it couldn't do Dynamite. Because yeah. Dynamite would be the ninth.
1: Yeah. Just, like, Rampage, but tape it? <laughs> yeah.
2: Unless Tony buys out his last day of the contract. Yeah. But this is what I, th- I see happening, that Andrade just takes over the HFO, and then it's... uh, There's no more Hardy part of it.
1: Yeah. And, and then, then Matt, Matt would have to turn, like, face. Yeah,
2: some, and then Matt and Jeff, like get together and then they face private party or something. I don't know. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, okay. So after that, uh, I want to talk about QT Marshall comes out and he's talking about, mm-hmm. he's talking about hook and he's like, yeah, everyone loves hook, but he's talking, he's saying that like he trained hook and that, you know, hook wouldn't be who I know who he is without him. And, even looks at Taz and says, like, I made that. It's like, well, I mean, not physically. Didn't, yeah. <laughs> not physically. I but. made that. Uh and then he then he tells and then he tells Hook to come out. And Hook walks out. He's just sweatshirt, sweatpants. He's chilling. Chilling hard. He's
0: fresh out of the strip and, uh... club.
2: <laughs> yeah, fresh out of the strip club, you know. <laughs> and QD Marshall. Has a couple students run after him, and Hook takes out three of them like they're nothing. You know, basically Judah flips one over him onto the ramp, takes out the other two. There's a fourth guy, but he runs away. Um, I don't know how how they can start getting Hook into like these actual like main feuds, unless QT Marshall is the next feud for him. They haven't wrestled, but there's been a lot of stuff with them so. The student takes out the teacher, I guess, at some point.
1: Yeah. And hopefully it moves on to something more yeah. serious.
2: Um, now, was the main event of Rampage, was it Orange Cassidy and uh, Anthony Bowens? Was that the main event?
1: I think it was. Okay.
2: Well, before we get to that, because I didn't write this down, but uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa had a contract signing that, uh, you know, contract signings never are calm, so it went off the rails a little bit. <laughs> Mercedes Martinez even comes out and is kind of all in Thunder Rosa's side now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Britt Baker uh, had some had some more to say. I thought the per- promo was pretty good. I don't remember exactly what it was or what was said, but I just remember, you know, I liked it. I thought it was good. So, yeah, it's official. Their match is happening at Revolution. Do you think it's time to take the belt off of Britt Baker? Do you think Thunder Rosa will win, or do you think they're just gonna keep it on?
1: I was thinking about it, and I like I'd be okay if Thunder Rosa won and took it off her. Yeah, because I feel like it's Britt Baker in the past few months hasn't really done much at all, and like I'm finally glad this is, match is happening. And just, I mean, I hope it's good because I want Thunder Rosa to win then.
2: Well, I think Thunder Rosa is awesome. She's always been like one of my favorites. Before all these like other yeah. people start coming in, she's been there a little while now. You know she's sick. Yeah, um, they had that really good like what Blood and Guts match or whatever.
1: Yeah, that was really, yeah that was the um, start of it. Yeah, so it
2: Thunder Rosa was saying that Britt has never technically beaten her because it was a non-sanctioned match, right. so it doesn't count against their win-loss record to each other. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Tim? Time to take the belt off Britt?
0: Hard to say because she is very over and she has had a very long run with it. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. I'd like to see Thunder Rosa with it. So if there's going to be somebody to do it, I'm cool with it being her. Well, who else could it be?
2: That's kind of my question. It's like, who else is believable to take it off of her? That's, I mean, that's also... Besides, so what... like, Jade, but...
0: It's just not there yet. Who,
2: you know, who's... Yeah. So. um, But, yeah, so the last thing I want to talk about was, um, and I forgot... You know, I didn't think it was that important. Now, thinking about it, I was like, uh, oh, for the pay per view, it is." So, I believe the main event was Orange Cassidy versus Anthony Bowens of the Acclaimed, and the winner was um. It was a face of a Revolution qualifier match, so a winner is added to that match, and your winner was Orange Cassidy. So, let's hear the lineup for this match for so far. Then it's Keith Lee, Wardlow. Powerhouse Hobbs, and then you got Ricky Starks and Orange Cassie. Someone's getting destroyed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Ricky Starks and Orange Cassie getting thrown around. <laughs> maybe not, saying. though, because Hobbs has, you know... Um,
2: or Hobbs, Hobbs is like... Can protect Ricky a little bit, maybe. You know, the oh, both yeah. teams, has. Yeah. Now, I'm realizing, unless... Was it, did Wardlow wrestle on, um, Rampage? Because he had a thing with Sean Spears go on in his match.
1: Yeah, he wrestled, um, I forget the guy's name, but the guy, he was like, I don't know. All I remember is that he's very hairy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh, uh, Nick, uh, Dick, uh, Yeah. yeah. something. (laughs) Big guy, big guy. Yeah, big guy. Um... So so he's going for a power bomb, and Sean Spears takes a chair and smashes, uh, I guess Wardlow's fingers, and Sean Spears gets on the mic. He's like, "Look, buddy, power bombs are not getting over. I'm gonna need you to stop them." <laughs> 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 and the crowd's booing, and like Wardlow's just getting more and more pissed because clearly the power bombs are over, but Sean Spears yeah. is just being, freaking Sean Spears. Um,
0: he's being the worst. Yeah. So
2: that, 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 that was, was just one. He is the worst. You know, you absolutely despise, despise. Just wait
1: Sean until Wardlow starts powerbombing him. Yeah, it's that going to then. Best
2: yeah, it's gonna be the best thing when he he turns and hopefully he works his way up the pinnacle, uh, you know, destroying the pinnacle and starts with uh, Sean Spears, and then just ends with Tully and kills him <laughs> <laughs> with just ten power bombs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the crowd's like, one more time. <laughs> And then we don't see him uh, ever again. But yeah, he never so comes that, that... back. <laughs> so that wraps up um everything I got today, guys. Well, I guess that kind of wraps up the show. Um so that was a, you know, episode 25. This was fun and I just I I wouldn't feel right with closing the show out today without like bringing something up and you know, I definitely, it's not part of our like normal thing that we do, but we are living history right now. And there's some stuff going on in the world. And I just wanted to say that if we do have any listeners in the Ukraine that, uh, uh, I'm heartbroken for you and I hope you're okay. And if we have any Russian listeners that, we know that this is not something that you wanted to happen. It's not in your control. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a shame all around. And I feel like because we were, we're recording this and it's going to live on the internet forever. It's something that I, I have to bring up, uh, because it's important. And, um, Yeah, I just wanted to say our hearts are uh, with everybody who's dealing with those situations over there, and we love you guys. Uh, Join us next week. Don't forget to follow our social media and all that stuff, but really that's not important today. We just wanted to say that we love you guys, and that's how I want to close the show. Um, Yeah, we will be back here next week with episode 26. We're going to cover pro wrestling, and that's what we're going to do, and hopefully the next time I have to bring up what we just talked about it's going to be saying that this whole thing is over with. So join us next week, guys. Care about you.